baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Playmakers, only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas. Paul and Lindsay with you on this Wednesday afternoon. Sun's starting to come out. Is it? (laughs) It is. Um, Okay, so here's the deal. Y'all saw it last night. Uh, If you're like me, I saw it on one of my three screens because I was uh, watching two other sporting events at the same time. Uh, But had an eye on the Golden Knights, of which... Didn't have to pay that much attention to after two periods because it was pretty clear. I had a, I, I think I had a good vibe on them after the first period, but I wasn't in You're the, the building. only one with a good vibe. In I this wasn't. Town. I wasn't in the building at that time, and Lindsay was along with eighteen thousand other people who were at least in my recent history and in my recollection. I don't think I've ever heard a building that quiet. No. Other than the booing of their own Other teams. Booing, and we can talk about the booing, too, because I thought yep. that was interesting as well. But 4-1 yes. four to, four to one loss, uh, Knights now find themselves elimination games. They need to win in Montreal tomorrow and then win at home on Saturday. And we haven't really been in these waters before, at least not very often, under Pete DeBoer. The only time the Gold Knights have faced an elimination game in which they weren't on equal footing, a.k.a. like a Game 7, was the Dallas series. Every other series... We've had a lead and blown it, and and it's gone the distance, or we've we've had an elimination game. But I don't know what team showed up last night, because that, that was not the Golden Knights. Like, honestly, we were talking about baseball yesterday and how bizarre it was for me to get pissed off about what was happening, and we're going to get more into that later. But as someone who's watched a lot of hockey, someone who's played even more of it, it takes a lot for me to get emotionally kind of upset it's it's one thing for me to get excited about saves it's one thing for me to kind of get frustrated about about certain things not going well I was pissed off last night Paul because for the first time ever I questioned the effort level of this team and it started right at the damn top right at the damn top and it's not just top six I'm talking Letters on the jersey. I'm talking about C on the jersey, Mark Stone. I know Mark Stone's caught a lot of crap, and guess what? He's going to catch more for me because I'm not pulling punches because people are in this town right now. And what happened on that ice last night is so ridiculously unacceptable that I have no problem the 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 fans booing them at, at that point in the game because they came out of the gates great. The first couple of shifts were awesome. We're getting pressure, we're getting shots. And then Zach Whitecloud had the audacity to get checked from behind into the boards. And we were awarded a power play opportunity, Paul. And it was so bad (laughs) that it ruined everything. You want to get to the root of the problem of this team? It is the power play. Everything else stems off of that. We've, We've talked about it at length, what's going on, what's happening. But the only thing that really isn't happening is a change. 
is a deviation from what we've seen so far. And like I said, I've never questioned the effort of this squad, but Mark Stone was not the only locker room favor that quit on their back check last night. You can look at the first goal for that as well with Nick Holden or the fact that Max Pacioretty took the wrong play, went deep in the zone, made the wrong decision, and then decided to change without puck possession with Montreal going back towards our zone. Like, Marc-Andre Fleury's initial save on that breakaway was spectacular. Everything that you would hope your goalie would bring you early in the game to get your energy started, to set the tone, to settle down a team. And you couldn't even make the right decisions to put yourself in position to support him. It was slow motion watching that puck bounce out to the middle. And trust me, as a goaltender, we've all been there where we made a spectacular save in our, and people don't pick up others, and then it's a goal two seconds later. But once that happened, that was a standout point for me. Another standout point, the whole, Nick Holden quitting on that exact play. We hear all the time about what Nick Holden is like in that locker room. If you have Nick Holden guy and Mark Stone quitting on back checks, I don't care what's happening. Something is wrong. There is nothing going right for them on that. Inside, inside, inside the Inside the heads of the players right now. And we look at last night. It was demoralizing last night. It was. Um, it was pathetic. It was not. There was not. There was nothing. There was nothing happy to take take out of it. There really wasn't. I'm. And the interesting part about the booing, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the with home crowds throwing down the gauntlet when when it's deserved. And even and and it, it's interesting because it wasn't a it wasn't a, and I thought it was going to come a lot louder. To be honest, when I heard it. And again, I wasn't in the building and, you know, the TV, they're talking over it a lot and they're spewing hyperbole and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But like it, <laughs> this is where we sit right now as a fan base. And I was kind of, to be honest, hoping that it was going to come down a lot louder, that it was going to I don't be. I think there's enough energy in the building to conjure And it was much, it, and it was quiet, but it, it like you registering the displeasures is is fantastic. I just thought it was going to be a lot more overwhelming. And this is where I go, okay. And the, it it's like, okay, do you take this and where do you go with it? Because even late in that game, it never felt like there was any sort of semblance of control or they were actually going to come back. It was one of the few times where, you know, and I'm even talking to my wife and she goes, well, they pretty they play well in the third period, right? They they they've They're played the best team at compartmentalizing and and figuring out a way to get it done in the third. We had this period. conversation. Like, I'm, I'm watching yep. this on my I'm watching this the game on my iPad because I got something else on TV. And I'm watching. I'm like, yeah, they're normally a good team in the third play. And she's asking me. She's like, what's the score? What's the score? Oh, it's three to one. It's three to one. Oh, okay. Well, great. On, right. Great. It's three to one. I'm like, well, they, something can happen here, right? Something well, can Patch already got that goal in the third period. So going into the third, it was three nothing. Right. And I texted I texted one of my one of my. Uh, friends, and that three nothing lead might as well be a soccer lead because you know we always two exit right because that's how how ridiculously in their own heads the Golden Knights are right now. And as good as Montreal played last night, like all the kudos to them, they played probably their best game of the playoffs. They played last a very night. They smart played game excellent. last night, and that just shows you what happens when you don't show up. We're not talking like we're if we're two wins. From the Stanley Cup final, should we be talking about hitting nets and finding a way to sustain z- the, the zone pressure on the power play 
or scoring on the power play? Is this what we thought we were going to be covering, you know, before finals? Like, is this the information? Like, that is how far they have fallen. And the thing is, is that... I, I don't think it's not because they're they're trying their, their hardest to figure out what that power play is. But when it doesn't work, it's like they don't know what else to do. Go dig a different hole somewhere else. You can find your confidence in a different aspect of the game. Maybe win a 50-50 battle. Maybe don't get crossed up as a defenseman. Like you see the, the Montreal player with the puck coming towards you and you're still surprised that he's moving faster than you are it was up and down it wasn't just the it wasn't the lack of 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 fire it was the poor decision making as well it was so out of character and that's why i am genuinely worried about this team and their ability to get a win and force a game seven because we faced adversity before okay oh well you're just doom and gloom Lindsay. you're just doom and gloom so what you're just it being is doom, doom and gloom, gloom because that's how bad that game was. And we are so far down the rabbit hole and it feels like there's no urgency. They don't. I, I feel like they don't really realize. And I know that they do, but they don't no, no, show it. No, I think you, I think I think you're on to something a little bit in the post last night. I can't remember who made the comment. I have to go back and look at it. Is it. Well, this is why it's a seven game series. If I'm we're like, lucky. I'm like. I'm like, this Ridiculous. is why it's a seven-game series. There's so many things that they take huh? for granted, that they take a- as a given. Of course, we're going to get shots on the power play. Of course, we're going to be able to break this puck out. Carey Price has gotten so deep in their heads that he basically doesn't have to make saves anymore. Like, I almost tweeted that exact thing out before that backdoor save that he made on Riley Smith from that laser from Max Patrick. Right, Another yeah. standout point. That's, but a minute later, that's when I left the game. Because the game was over. The game was over. Patches ends up getting a goal, giving us some life. But once that happened and I saw Patches drop down below that goal, and I could see the line myself. I was right there based on my, my slightly improved vantage point that still doesn't include a full view of the ice. But all you see is Riley Smith back door and your eyes get big. Meatball, meatball, send it to the back door. And Price read it all the way through. And he got the first one. And then Smith put it right into his pad of the second one. It's either that or missing the net because we're trying to hit a postage stamp because that's what it's going to take to beat goalie Hercules right now. But honestly, I, I don't know what, what, where else they would go at this point because it, Vegas was not working or not willing to work themselves into scoring chances. Go look at the shot maps. There's a lot on the outside. There's even some in the high slot. There is none in the soft place between the top of the crease and the bottom of the hash marks. It's a very small part of the ice. There's no presence. Nobody, there were no lights on upstairs you, last night. Do you buy into the idea that this team is tired at this point based on the fact I don't that, care. It's, that, it's had two, that it's had two grind them out series mm-hmm. and while this team was built to this team was built for championships. We we've been saying it since day one. This team was built for championships that we're now finding that the construction wasn't as strong as we thought it was going to be because when it comes to this point, they just don't have it in them to take that next step. Because they used it all up in the first two series where they got thumped and bumped around by the wild and had to outskate Colorado in a couple everybody, of games. Everybody is playing on fumes right now. Everybody's playing on one leg. Everybody's blocked one shot too many. Everybody's taking a puck to the face. Everybody's traveling. You shouldn't be digging for energy right now. You are literally on the doorstep of a Stanley Cup final and a rectification of an early 
exit from last season. There is no reason for the Golden Knights to be at a, a level that they are right now, which is not too high, not too low. I need them to be more emotional right now because it doesn't feel like they're locked in. It doesn't feel like they're engaged in this game. We talk all about during the regular season when you can tell when the Golden Knights are physically engaged in the game or not, just based off of how they go into the boards or hits or something like that. When was the last time this team played a good game? Honestly. Because a complete I, game. A complete, not, even, not even complete, Paul. We got to start our goal setting very small because that's a perfectionistic type of attitude. We're not talking about tic-tac-toes. We got to get pucks deep right now, Paul. So... Does this team have it in them? I don't know right now because based off of what I saw from Mark Stone, from Nick Holden, from Max Patretti, from a from a mangled Chandler Stevenson, what, look up and down. There was no fight in that roster last night. The loss to Colorado in game one, seven to one. It at least looked like they cared a little bit more like they, they gave some effort. I'm not joking when I say that the Islanders gave forth a better effort in their eight to nothing loss. And the great thing is, is that it's a brand new game, but this team has been running on fumes for a while. And the people that usually drive the car are so frustrated that they're not even asking for directions. That's the equivalent right now. So figure that out and then figure out a way to get the Montreal off of their own Kool-Aid and then figure out a way, a way to beat Carey Price. And do that in sixty minutes tomorrow night in their building. Are they able to though, are they able to tinker that quickly though? To make that adjustment that quickly? Because it, it's well, you're it, trying different replaced. line combinations. Right. Well, yeah, last well exactly. Night. Last night there was so there was enough shuffling up and down the lineup to where it it really was it didn't really matter what was being no. thrown at the door because Montreal had that had a had a much different spirit on the ice. They were much more efficient. They won in every facet they exec- of the game. They executed they executed their game plan. Precisely, mm-hmm. you know, I, where they were getting contributions all up and down. It never felt like Montreal was out of control of that game. Where in prior games, I've seen a little bit more kind of scramble. Where I'm kind of like, okay, well, you know, they can't get it out of their own zone. They can't clear the zone. They can't clear the zone. It just mm-hmm. felt like they're just stuck in the mud. It was different last night, much different. And for you, and again, I get that this is the first time you're questioning effort. Yeah, I've seen this before. Right. And maybe in spurts, it's odd because I thought the Golden Knights did a pretty good job of getting the puck out and getting getting the puck moving up the ice. But the second they would go into the neutral zone or in the rare chance that they would get down to Montreal's offensive zone, even if they got one shot, there are so many pucks like just up in the middle that are right between the defenseman and and the Montreal player that's trying to break it out. And then we have guys taking wrong pinches and, and, and just spring odd man rushes everywhere. And... When a puck is, you know, that uncontested for so much of the game, that indicates that at least one team's timing is off because they would be possessing it, or at least at a higher rate than the, what they have been. But that's the thing. Montreal's game plan is disrupt. That's all they do because it doesn't take a lot for them to figure out a way to generate momentum, to generate confidence in their game because they're willing to go to work. As I said yesterday or the day before or whatever, because it's all the same recycled stuff at this point, and that's why last night's game was so so shocking to me that it's about this team's ability to respond, and there wasn't that option last night. Yeah, there was no call and answer last night. There was none. And 
this is where the, the, the deepest of digs has to happen. I just don't know if they've been digging already too deep that there's enough down there to sustain them. And they're not doing their goaltenders any favors. I don't put any of those goals really on flower. You're, you're talking leaving guys wide open in the slot or in transition, getting sucked down into, into puck watching stuff. Like it comes down to the people that you pay the big bucks on this team. That's what it, that's what it is. That is what Mark Stone has to get on the score sheet tomorrow. Has to. Because if he's not, what are the chances that we win? Right? Yeah. Like, honestly. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. He has been he has been taken out of this series. Completely. You know, no stone unturned. Yes, exactly. And, And they're just caught in this spin cycle. And so when it comes to settling down when it comes to making an adjustment other than doing all these line shuffles that they've, they've already done where you're moving patch ready down with with riley smith and william carlson man they were bad last night like i, I who's working? Yeah, it was, it was who's working you're right it was it was a bad it was a bad and move. You, if brian reeves is not in that lineup tomorrow so help me i mean I'm not, i have no power in any of this but like what are we doing here like if nothing's going right, if we can't find energy, who do you look to on this roster? Who did you start nearly every single playoff game in the starting lineup with? He's not on the ice. He needs to be in that in that roster tomorrow night. You know who needs to be in that? Robin Leonard. Like I said, it's not Flurry's fault, but guess what? It's Robin Leonard's turn. Because nobody came to play last night. So based off of our most recent results... That is where I think the best chance to win lies. But it does not matter who you put out there if 61 isn't scoring, let alone displaying hockey behavior that is unforeseen with him. I I don't, I'm not going to like write off Mark Stone for the rest of time, obviously. But I think it's a huge indicator for him to take that puck up, to turn it over. The turnover is not the problem. It's the after, because if he hadn't let up on that back check, he is in line, in stride with Caulfield in the slot, and that goal doesn't happen. What if it's 2 nothing going to the third, and Pat Shreddy gets that goal? We'll never know. We won't. We'll never know. But we do know that it needs to be better in well, every single sense of the word. Well, we're going to dig into more of this in hour number two as well after last night's oof of the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, Scott Matla, host of Locked On Canadiens, will be joining us at 428 to get the uh, scene from north of the border and uh, how Montreal uh, is uh, viewing this series. Again, that's coming up at 428. Scott Matla, Locked On Canadiens. All right. On the way, pitcher checks. And uh, why aren't there any penalties? Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 